Let's see. Well, I think we're ready to start. As most of you know, we are in a prayer series. We have been for a few weeks now. And probably there's a good chance today is one of the most important spiritual truths that you will hear or you can hear if you take these words and put them in your heart and enact them in your life throughout the week, they will change your life. Amen. My wife, I'm so glad. I don't know if she has high hopes for me or what it is, but maybe that's what it is. But they will. It's true. Maybe she's saying amen because she's seen what the word has changed, how it's changed me. And I, and I sure hope that's right. And I'm sure that's true. But if you haven't been here, I do want to do a little bit of review In the first sermon, The Battle is the Lord's, I referenced Jehoshaphat and how he became king. And when he became king, he influenced God in all of his kingdom. And then when three armies came at Jehoshaphat all at one time, God said, stand back, Jehoshaphat. The battle is mine. I like that too. And God defeated those three armies, and Jehoshaphat's army never had to pull a sword. Woo, that's exciting, isn't it? Amen. So the battle is in the Lord. If you, had, if you didn't, uh, wasn't here that day, why well, grab that CD as you leave. The next one was a reason to pray. And of course, whether it's our country or our family or our friends, those are all great reasons to pray. But the number one reason to pray is because God commanded us to. He commanded his children to pray because God knows it's only through prayer do we have an influence on this world. That's the only way. When we can pray God's will, God's heavenly perfect will, pray it down upon this earth, that's when we can change things. That's when we can change those things around us. That was entitled A Reason to Pray. The third one was a key to a successful prayer life. And I mentioned to you that the Word of God was life. The Word of God is truth, it's power, and it's spiritual, and it's also eternal. And that's why it's so important for us to pray and know and understand God's Word. If we don't use God's words in prayer... We are depending on our own mind, our own strength, our own ability. But we, when we inject God's word into our prayers, we're injecting his power, his strength, and his will into our prayers. All right. Uh, maybe I need to talk slower. Do I? Do I, John? I'm doing fine. Okay, I just... I wanted to make sure I wasn't going zoop right over. Maybe the guys in the balcony can get it because I'm speaking over you guys' head, so I'm maybe a, come, come on. You guys are a tough crowd this morning. Turn with me, Hebrews 11.6. Turn with me if you got your Bibles. Hebrews 11.6. Thank you, Lord. Hebrews 11.6. We've got that scripture for you. Hebrews eleven six and it says, and without faith, it's impossible to please him. Notice the capital H there, that's talking about God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, 
and that he is a rewarder of those that seek him. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we worship you today. Father, and I just pray and ask, O oh Lord, that we can take your scriptures and we can learn and understand you and understand your ways and the way you work and we can understand these spiritual truths this morning, Father. I just pray, Father, that I'll be yielded unto you and your precious Holy Spirit, that I'll speak the words that you have given me and I'll speak them with boldness and I'll speak them with clarity and I pray these things in Jesus' name, amen. This morning we're talking about prayer, prayers of fear and prayers of faith. We're going to start with prayers of fear, and I would go out on a limb and say that we have all prayed prayers of fear before. Let me tell you what I mean by that. There's probably not a one of us here that haven't at one time or another been in a situation or have received information or received some news that shook our world. Can anybody relate to that? And news that possibly is very devastating and we don't know how our lives will change, but we know that this is going to change our life. It's going to change our relationship and possibly even change our future. And many times when that happens, we are shook to the core. We don't take the time to go to the Word and pray and we go to God and we pray out of our fear. We pray out of our emotion. We pray of all the things. And when we, and when we pray that way, our focus is on the situation instead of the answer. I've prayed like that. I've prayed like that before. And God certainly understands our situation and he has compassion for our situation, but that is still a prayer of fear. When we are so focused on the problem and we can't get our mind off of the problem, we, we just can't get our mind away from it because of the severity of it. Now, there are prayers of fear that happens to each and every one of us. We know that. Fear that our lives will never be the same. I've received those phone calls before. I've received those text messages before. I've received those emails before. Now, the difference between a prayer of fear and a prayer of faith is that prayers of fear focus on the problem. Especially when that problem is big. Then let me tell you, in this fallen world, there are some big problems out there. There are some situations in lives of people right here at this church that are big problems. They're not a hangnail or they're not just a small situation that's not that big of a deal. So prayers that focus on the problem, those are Prayers of fear, when we focus on the problem. Prayers of faith, on the other hand, focuses on the answer. Let me share this with you. So we all have prayed 
prayers of fear before. We've all done that. When our focus was on the problem, it was so big, we couldn't get out of our mind. We just keep coming up. We can't sleep. Has anybody been here, had a situation in your life when you just cannot sleep because this problem is so big? You can't do anything about it. You can't think about your children or your spouse, or you can't think about anything. You can't think about prayer. You can't think about anything but the problem. That's a prayer of fear. That's a fearful mindset, and we have all been there. We have all did that before. But notice Hebrews eleven six. I want to break this down for us a little bit this morning. Hebrews eleven six. I'm going to read it again. It says, "Without faith, it's impossible to please Him, for he who comes to God must believe that He is." And that he is a rewarder of those that seek him. Now, it's very easy to run through that scripture and not, and not really and, uh, realize the spiritual truths that are there. So, I want to break it down this morning. And as most of you know, Hebrews 11 is known as uh, the faith chapter. So let's break it down, the first part of it. It tells us, without faith, it's impossible to please him. Now think, why is that? What is the big deal about faith? What is, what is so important about faith? Well, God is just like all of us parents and grandparents, we want our children to be blessed, right? We want them to walk in good things. And God wants us to walk in his blessings. But we can only walk in his blessings if we do it by faith. All the way back to your salvation. If you didn't have faith to get saved, if you didn't put your trust and faith in Jesus Christ, you would never, you would not be a born-again child today if it wasn't for faith, right? All of heaven rejoices when one sinner is saved. How many know that pleases God? So it's by our faith and it's being obedient to God and obedient to God's word that, that brings God pleasure. And that's understandable. But if you just read that first part of that, it, you know, it kind of sounds funny. Well, what does God want me to do? I thought he loved me anyway. I thought God loved me even when I was a sinner. He did. He does. But now he wants more for you. Now he wants you to understand what it takes to receive all of his blessings. That's what he's, that's what he's telling us here. If we're going to receive anything from God... If we're going to receive anything from God, it's going to be by faith. All the way from salvation up to a financial blessing, up to you forgiving and helping and working. It's by faith that you're here this morning. You could have just stayed in bed. You could have stayed right where you were. So why is faith so important to God? Because God gets great pleasure when he sees his children walking in his blessings. Amen. Amen. So that's the first part. 
without faith. So we know that when we have a prayer need, when we have a concern, we know we have to approach it with an attitude of faith. Faith cometh by? And hearing by? Word of God. That's right. That's right. The second part of this, Hebrews eleven six, it says, For he who comes to God must believe that he is. That he is what? That he is who he says he is. That he is who his word says he is. What about this one? We must believe that he is the answer to the prayer we have. We have to believe that he is the answer to the prayer we have. We have to believe that he is, that it's his will to answer our prayer in the way we want. Right? You see, if we don't have a biblical foundation for our prayers, you probably don't need it anyway. <laughs> if the truth of the matter I'd like to have a 69 Cor Corvette. No, no, really. A 69 Z28 Rally Sport SS with a 396 in it. F yeah. Four speed. Yeah. Boy, that would lose my license quick, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Second part of that. For he who comes, that's talking about me and you, who comes to God must believe that he is. Must believe that he is who the word says he is. That he is our savior. That he is our redeemer. That he is our healer. That he is our provider. Right? See, if we don't know those things coming in to prayer, the devil will take that from us and we'll have nothing to stand on. Amen. Amen. We have to know and we have to have the word of God before we can pray prayers of faith. We have to have the word of God before we can pray prayers of faith. The Lord showed me this week that our faith in God will never exceed the understanding of his word. You repeat that. Our faith in God will never exceed the understanding of his word. If you feel like you don't have enough faith in your life, there's only one answer, and that's the word of God. Before you go to prayer and you want God to hear your prayer of faith, you've got to go to the Word. You've got to know what God says about it first. If you want to pray in faith. You see? For he who comes to God must believe that he is. That he is the answer. That he does want a better life for us. That he does want us to walk in prosperity and walk in health and walk in strength. That he does want us to reach the whole world for his kingdom. 
I believe that. I believe he wants to reach all, all of the United States and all the world, all for his kingdom. And when we believe that, we can go in prayer and we can pray along those lines. And we can pray for this judgment house that God will send the, the greatest sinners there are to Orchardville Church. Because the, the word of God, the power of God, the anointing of God will change the greatest sinner just like it changed the least of sinners. Amen. The last part, it says that he is a rewarder of those that seek him. That he is a rewarder of those that seek him. You mean to tell you how God knows whether you seek him or not? Well, he, of course, he knows that he's omnipresent and he knows everything. But how he knows is how we talk. He knows by the words that come out of our mouth whether we've been seeking him or not. He knows by the prayers that we say whether we seek him or not. You know, something I've noticed, man, I'm not going to say I used to cuss by a sailor, but did any of you guys ever cuss like a sailor? Huh? Sure he did. And you know what? After I got saved, of course, I was convicted of it, and I tried to stop. But I noticed the more time I spent in the Word, the less I cussed. You know what else? The more time you spend in the Word, the more faith your prayers will have. I'll, I'll give you another one. I'll, women, I'll give you, guys, you women some ammunition here. As if they need some more ammunition, right? <laughs> if your husbands will spend more time in the Word, they'll treat you better. Husbands, <laughs> if your wives will spend more time in the Word, they'll treat you better. Amen. Did I hear, did I hear some booing? <laughs> I thought I heard some boos for sure. You see, the last part of that, it says, for he is a rewarder of those that seek him. You see, God wants us to seek him. And I've used this illustration before, but until I come up with a better one, I'm going to use it again. You see, when we seek God, we are saying, and God sees, and we're saying, God, I, I need some help here. We're saying, God, I need some help in my life. God, I, I, you know, I, I don't have this all figured out. I, I don't have all the answers. I, I need you to, you need to help me here. I need you to put answers into my life. That's what God sees when we seek him. And we, when we don't seek him, he sees us and, well, they think they've got it all figured out. And then I can just imagine God because here we are on our own and we're going the wrong direction and God's like, oh, I wish they would listen to me just for a minute. Do they not see that wreck that they're getting ready to have? I think God sees that all the time. 
Oh, don't go that way. Oh, don't make that phone call. Read my word. Let me guide you. Let me direct you. Let me take you in the right way. Got two more scriptures I want to share with you. I'm almost done. Stay with me just for a minute. 1 John 3, 8. I love this. I love this scripture. I want to leave the Hebrews eleven six. Take that with you this week. I want to leave these last two with you because they're so important and they will help you. They'll help you when you go to pray, okay? 1 John 3, 8. The last part of it, it says, the Son of God appeared for this purpose. Don't you want to know what that is? It says right there. God's word says to destroy the works of the devil. Amen. Don't that, don't, to me, that changes my mindset when I go to pray. You see, to me, that just changes everything. Because Jesus appeared, the Son of God appeared for this purpose to destroy the works of the devil. So the, the works of the devil have already been destroyed. So that gives me great confidence when I go to pray. See, that way, if I know that and I understand that and I get revelation on that, I can pray on the side of victory instead of the side of doubt. I can pray with God's word and then I can say, and I know Jesus come to this earth to destroy the works of the devil and he was victorious and he did that. And I know no matter what the devil does, he cannot stand between my prayers and my heavenly father. Amen. Amen. It's true. It's true. One more. 2 Corinthians 2.14. 2 Corinthians 2.14, it says, but thanks be to God who always, I love this, always leads. Always leads. Don't those words jump out at you? Always leads. You know, that, that's, a good time. that's a good time to place to underline. Always leads us in triumph. Victory in Christ. You know, I tell you, many times we just walk way below what God has bought and paid for us. Because we don't allow him to lead us many, many times. But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph. Notice this. And manifests through us, through you and me, the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. No, let me, let me, that's a little bit not clear there. Manifest through us, through you and me, the good things. All right? The good things. Sweet aroma. The good things. Of the knowledge of him. Let, let me, so let me break that down to you. The more, let me look at it backwards. So the more knowledge we have of him, the better we smell. Okay? You got that? Manifest. Through us, the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him, the knowledge of God, the knowledge of Christ in every place. So the more knowledge that we have of God, of Christ, it will be manifested. That's what it says. It'll be manifested in our life. And it's a sweet aroma. It's a sweet aroma everywhere we go. To the throne of God, it's a sweet aroma. 
to our wives, it's a sweet aroma. To our husbands, to our children, to those at work, it's a sweet aroma. Because we're conforming with God instead of conforming with the world. Amen. Bow your heads with me, please. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Heavenly Father, we do praise you and we worship you today, Father. We just thank you for your sweet presence here today and your love that's here today and your compassion that's here today. Father, we just pray, Father, that these words, the words of you, your scriptures will pierce the heart of every man, woman, and child in this place. And they won't, they won't just hear these words, but they'll be doers of the word by faith. And they'll take these words and they'll put them into action throughout this week. And Father, we thank you, Father, that our faith pleases you when we put it in action. We thank you for hearing our prayers this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now I want to I want to open up this this altar time. Of course, if you've never received Jesus Christ, that is where it all begins. If you've never asked Him to forgive you of your sins, if your sins have never been washed clean, we ask you to come forward. The Scripture says that whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. God is wooing you. He's wanting you to come closer to Him. He's wanting you to be one of His. And I encourage you to come forward. Now, if you're already a born-again child of God, and you've got some major things facing you, I want you to come. Please come. Whatever they are, there. We don't care. We don't care what our people think. We don't care what our people think. If you've got major situations, whatever they may be, you, you come. We're approaching God in a triumphant manner. We're approaching Him from the side of victory. Triumph and victory with, from our mouths and from our praise and worship. We are the head and we're not the tail. We serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We have a hotline to the throne of grace. The God of the universe cares about what you're going through. The God of the universe cares about the situation that you're in. And the God of the universe wants to be involved in every situation, every problem, everything that you go through. He wants to be involved in that. Thank you. It is our prayer that you have been blessed as you've listened to this message. If you would like to become a partner with this ministry, please contact us here at Orchardville Church. You can visit our website at orchardvillechurch.com or you can contact us by phone at area code 618-835-2677.